Not long before the events of the Chimera, four space pirates were sent to the desert planet of Akiton to regain their captain's hold over Kafak Depot. Get in. Restore balance. Get out. A simple enough plan. Batten down the hatches, mateys. This is Will Save and the Interstellar Tales from the Extra Galactic Adventure Anthology. Unknown Treasures. Welcome back to another episode of Unknown Treasures, a component of Will Save and the Extra... Oh, I messed it up. Dang a it. Component, a component? A component of... Part no. of the engine that a is subsidiary. Will Save. A member, a subsidiary? A subsidiary. Subsidiary. Of Will Save and the Interstellar Tales from the Extra Galactic Adventure Anthology. Yeah, yeah. Can you give us an update of the Will Save and Intergalactic Adventure of Subsidiary, please? Yes. <laughs> That's not an update. You just said yes. We need to meet with our lawyers. You asked if I could. You didn't tell me to do that. You just okay. said, "Okay, sorry." I'm telling. I'm capable of doing so. Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. You forget. Kev is also a murder bot. You've got to be really yeah, explicit with him. A moi, moi, meowder bot. Um, sorry, meowder bot. You are meowder bot. Okay. Before we go any further, I know this is going to take a lot of time. Um, <sighs> Vinny, I want to know all about your only ever trip to Los Angeles. Oof. Yeah. And this time. might get a little confusing because time frames, you're heading out to LA sooner or later. Um, right. But I want to know about your first, I guess it's your first time to LA. Right. My first and only time in LA. Uh, I'm going to tag John in because he was also there for all of it. Um, and this was a long time ago. This is what, 10 years? 2012. How long ago? 10 years ago. 2012. Yeah. 10 years ago. Yeah. Good time. Um, dude, flew from the East Coast to the West Coast which yeah. uh, that jet lag is really fun. Went to well, in you and came out. out. Why did you come out? Oh, I came out because John was moving, I think. I, I remember loading your car up with a whole bunch of stuff and driving. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So a- Andrew and, and John drew, drove across the country and you flew out to meet them? So I flew out to LA. We loaded John's car up and drove it from L.A. to Jacksonville, Florida, from the West Coast to the East Coast. To pick up Andrew. And then and to pick up Andrew. And then Andrew and John drove back. Okay. The That's where I'm confused. I was like, John was moving. I didn't, John was moving to L.A., but he was already in L.A. I was just moving places, so I was just taking my stuff with me instead of putting it in the storage unit. Yeah. yeah. So we just took it from the West Coast to the East Coast and back to the West Coast instead of just... So displacement was zero. Right. Net, net, net displacement. Yeah. Uh, went to In and Out for the first miles time. In that was, man, I, you went yeah, where? That was the first place we went. In and Out. I'd never oh. been to In and Out before. Yeah, um, unfortunately, it was too long ago. I don't remember how it was. Delicious. Uh, I also remember being exhausted for most of that trip. And we had brunch because it was about that time. Went to John's apartment. Met Chad. Um, shout out, to shout Chad. out, Chad. I met Chad. He's a cool dude. Good yeah, guy. Chad's golden. Chad's yeah. golden. Uh, I miss Chad. I only met Chad once and I miss him. Yeah. So we did that. We packed some stuff up and then I had to go shopping because I did not bring appropriate clothes because John had a gig in Malibu 
<laughs> At the time, I was doing a lot of sound engineering work, so I pulled up to John's gig with him, sat behind the console. Yeah, we like literally had a gig, and it was me and this singer named Rozzy, and it was like for her label, and they like brought like fashion people in, and literally yeah. we were there. Lauren Conrad was there. Yeah, no, was was just saying she was like, "Who's gonna run sound?" And I was like, "You'll never believe this." <laughs> but my friend Vinny runs sound, and he's here. And so you ran sound for the. This is again literally the like you landed in the morning, and this is like two o'clock. Yeah, I need I need more. Like so, you showed up in what? And they're like, "You can't wear that because we're fashion people." And they sent you away. I just remember flying in, and like I I knew he had a gig, but I I expected to just like be a wallflower, not in front of anyone. And he was like, "No, you're actually running sound." And it's going to be right next to the <laughs> yeah. stage. So yeah, okay, this is a work for trip. This yeah. is like a private <laughs> Malibu home, where right? It's just like right on the PCH, and you're just at the ocean, and it's just like a small party kind of thing. You know? There was no hiding; like it was just stick out like a sore thumb, which I think I still did because it was like pastel beachwear shorts and t-shirts, and I'm in like jeans and Vans and yeah, <laughs> black. We literally so sure play. Whatever. Benny and you're seven him. foot tall, so you're like right. Here's towering the thing. over people. Right after we stopped playing, this tall dude comes in, and Venny and I were chilling. And I, I think Venny, you noticed him first. I did. I was like, "Is that is that John Mayer?" And I was like, <laughs> "No way!" Like literally, right after we stopped playing, and Venny, this whole thing, he comes in. Oh, I, and I, I distinctly remember this because I was like, "Does that mean Katy Perry is going to be here?" Because they were they were dating. <laughs> yeah, because we're at that time. What? And then tabloids the next day, they broke up and oh, he, no. like, he looked super salty at that party. I was like, cool. That's probably why. <laughs> that's that's probably why. Yeah. Two and two. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's just crazy that you'd land and then go run a show. So we left from the party and went and drove out into the desert. <laughs> we literally drove and like had, oh, we had Slater's 50-50, right? Slater's 50-50. Oh, yeah. I yeah. forgot about that. Dude. Okay. This spot. It's the great the first burger. time. It, it, yeah, it's it wears okay on the you. first time, but yeah. it changed my life. I have ripped this burger off in so many different ways just because I love the concept of like half beef, half bacon burger patty. Like, bought a meat grinder so that I could make my own ground bacon. Nice. <laughs> because they don't sell ground bacon and have been making my own like 50 50 burgers ever since. They're probably amazing. They are pretty good. We got a barbecue with Vinny. Yeah, for sure. We're probably yeah, I, I realize I talk a lot about barbecue on this podcast. <laughs> you, we, when you're out here, you can borrow you our can barbecue borrow my here. Yeah, like whatever you Dope. want to do, wherever you want barbecue. Done. Some, give me a barbecue. shopping list. I'll pick something up. Yeah, same. Dope. I'm sad I can't join you. Yeah. Well, you could have uh, come. I know. Yeah, we, Kevin, you could come. It's fine. Take care of that. Uh, we, uh, I won't recount the whole drive because it was like... Oh, there was one moment where we we drove, we left the first night. We slept in our car in like well, vi- why? Why did we sleep in our in your car? Because we didn't want to go so, in the motel. No, we drove what? north into the desert. We stopped in Ludlow. Oh yeah, Ludlow. Pulled up to the sketchiest looking motel we have ever seen, like straight up Bates Motel. Did not think we were going to survive the night because someone was going to murder us. We walk up to the front door and there's a sign that says, go next door to the gas station to book a room. <laughs> right. That's no. right. I forgot about we that. We went to the gas station 
And he said they were all booked up. There were other cars. Getting gas. This must have been the only motel for 200 miles. Yeah. So, yeah, we, like. we car camped. It was like 102 at it's 2 horrible. o'clock in the morning. What the hell? Yeah, it was dumb how hot it's it like was. outside of Death Valley. What the f- I guess. Where is this? Oh, yeah. Love- uh, yeah, we woke up the next morning, saw the Grand Canyon. And uh, continued through Kansas. Uh, shout out to John's cousins for showing us some good hospitality. I just want to say we did drive from that horrible night's sleep. We were like, let's make it all the way to Colorado Springs, and we did. We did at like four in the morning. Uh huh. We stayed at a Motel Six. Uh huh. We leave at nine a.m. and we're like, let's hustle. Let's let's get to Kansas where we know we can chill in Lawrence with my family. Right. We go. We're like cruising. We're like seeing the farmland, having a good time. Then we kind of hit that stretch in the middle where it's just, there's just nothing. nothing. It's just flat. You're just on the highway. And we pull off into one of those towns where like you can see the town from the exit. It's just on both sides. Like that's the whole town. We pull off. We eat a little cafe. It's cute. It's a good time. They're like, here's your check. We were at the border of Kansas. We were at the border. They're like, here's your check. I'm like, cool. I'm going to pay my half. And I'm like, Benny. I don't have my wallet. Oh, no. <laughs> I called the Motel 6, and they were like, yeah, we found a wallet in a room this morning. You, the gas station? No, no. The one in Colorado Springs that's two and a half yeah. hours away. Oh, so, man. So we drove back from the Kansas border of Colorado back to Colorado Springs. Yes. And then went on to Lawrence. Yes. Um, also, I got a ticket in Colorado Springs at 3 a.m. coming down the mountain, and uh, yeah, that like sucked. flashed us at the last down. second. I it was really nice, blood. though. Yeah. You want to talk about the other speeding ticket you got? <laughs> oh, heading into Memphis. Yeah, we were outside. We're trying to get to Memphis after we were in uh, Kansas, and we're just pulling through. And then you know we're driving through some nice, you know, Tennessee roads, and then we just hear like whoop, we pull over. This cop comes up. He's like, "Hey, I noticed y'all got some California plates. You seem like you're pretty far." This dude. Okay, you could pretty, like pretty far out of your lane, buddy. Yeah, we could hear like the spurs clanging yeah. as he walked up to the window. <laughs> he sounded like Yosemite Sam. It was incredible. Oh, no. it was I say, I say, yeah. mustaches twirling. He, he, he's like, hey, where uh, where y'all headed? Because he he saw the Florida license, the oh, California sorry, Florida. plates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, hey, what's uh, where where y'all boys headed? We're like, we're headed to to Memphis to get some barbecue. He's like, oh yeah, y'all should go to go to rendezvous. Like rendezvous, we don't, you know, we'd been googling some places, but he was like, yeah. I was like, how do we, you know, how do you spell it? You know, write it down for us. He was like, yeah, it's a R E E. However, the you spell rendezvous. It's great. He just cuts off in the middle. Wait, did he give you a ticket in addition to giving you advice on where to go? So wait, he just pulled you over to harass you and find out where you were coming from? No, it's too embarrassing. I lose your ticket. Get out of here. (laughs) (laughs) I'm no lawyer, but I'd tell him to go, well, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And then we went to rendezvous, and it was great. It was good. It was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. And I felt great. Like, once we hit Memphis, I was like, oh, I'm back in the South. Cool. Yeah. (laughs) Sweet tea again. Yep. Sweet tea, big hair. I'm so interested yeah. in the South, man. Like Vinny it's uses dope. phrases that we just don't use here, and then like I just want to like explore the South, man. He does drink a mint julep on a porch. He said, "If I had my druthers the other day, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a mint julep, um, 
couple weeks ago. I'd be drinking mint a mint julep right now in my rocking chair. <laughs> I think I'd have vapors. Yeah. I've only been to like... As well rocks in his rocking chair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> rocking. He's actually <laughs> rocking right now. <laughs> well, I think we just need to do a show. We need to go record the south. in the yeah. south somewhere. Yeah, we do. Yeah. I mean, it might be worth just like recording a road trip because I've had... I can't even count. I think three east to west road trips that have all been ridiculous for their own reasons. I've, and I've only had one trip from west to east. Um, nope, I take that back because my wife and I just moved. You know, That's true. And that was a pretty crazy trip. All I did west to east and I did south to north. Yeah. I've never done any of that. There was the, the most memorable for me with a talk about your like gas station experience was one time a friend and I went up to or went down to a um, we were in New Hampshire and we went to a Connecticut casino. Come to find out, my friend probably shouldn't be gambling because he can't, he doesn't know when to stop. So he gambled for like nine hours. We're both drunk at this point and like we finally get like it's two in the morning they finally cut us off and like hey you guys should leave and we're like all right fine we go to the hotel nearest us we rode our motorcycles by the way um we go to the hotel and they don't have any rooms so what do the two of us do we slept on our motorcycles for about six hours what? before going to uh, Six Flags the next morning with oh, our friends. My God, <laughs> Kevin! Literally anywhere else would have been more comfortable than a motorcycle. Yeah, there was nowhere else to go. Oh, you yeah, can I'm sleep like, on a rock the, or something. The ground. Yeah. yeah, the ground. I think that's where my friend. When I woke, I actually was able to get comfortable like across my tank. I took my jacket off. What kind of bike were you? On? I was on my Ducati. Oh, okay. I like wow. I like had my my jacket over my tank and was like huddling that, and I, I was pretty comfortable. You slept on a sport bike. Yeah. Wow. I don't get those logistics. Man, that was a fun trip. It's more than just a bike. Yeah. Anyways, we can talk road trips all day long. Um, I think it is important, though. This show is not about road trips. Really? It's about Starfinder. Uh, I thought it was the friends (sighs) you make along the way. Yeah, I thought about the friends of me. No, no, that's, no. That's the no, real treasure. Please. There's no, there's no friends here. That's the real. I'm just kidding. That's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> You're all my colleagues. Yeah. Workplace associates. Work associates. We we keep um, it strictly professional on Will Save. Strictly. Yeah. Strictly. Strictly. Who's who's contacting <laughs> HR? Are you guys ready to play? Or, like, yeah. Let's do it. Or yeah, or you guys want to? You want to roll yeah. back? Um, okay. We talking about some levels? Hey, yeah. Okay. So let me, our leveling, yeah. let me wrap up a little bit. Last what happened last time? Um, you finished that fight with the Thestarian Kafak. Um, it was a brutal fight, but those tides returned after we figured out the rules. Um, turns out, environmental protections are a big deal. Uh, you all made very short order of that thing after that. And Thaddeus finished it off with a bullet to the eyeball. Uh, after that, you leveled up. So let's talk about leveling up. Yes. Let's start with you, John. You seem eager to tell us. Do you guys? And, and I'll leave that option. You can tell us what you leveled, how you leveled, or you can just you know say pass and move on, and we can figure it out along the way. So let's do it. Let's go, John. Wow, that's a good question. I don't. I don't think I've said what my class is. You can tell us. Did you keep the same class? You don't have to tell us what the class is. I did keep the same class. I did do an appropriate skill, you know, spread. Yeah, I think I think I got some good things. Does any see. do any of the other players want to guess his class? I know the class because I'm the GM and I know everything. I feel like you guys probably know, but maybe you don't. I think he's a mystic. I mean, you're going into the same class, or you're, or you're double classing, or whatever it's called. I'm not multi-classing. I'm standard classing. Uh, you're a technomancer or a uh, the other magic one, 
Mystic. 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 Ooh, Which are you? Close, but no cigar. Close, but no cigar. Will, you got a guess? No? Solarian. All right, moving on, John. You're not telling anybody anything? I, oh, what is it? I have it in my head. I can't think Vanguard? of what it's called. It's the, it's the, um. <laughs> so for the listener, Vinny is Vinny pointing, is pointing at his watch. I think Vinny, Vinny's got it figured out. Yeah, I, I do. I just can't remember what it's called. It's right next to Solarian in my head. It's, it's kind of, yeah, all right. It's the time. So, You're the doctor, basically. Um, like the, the Doctor Who doctor. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Uh-oh. not Time like the medical doctor. Thing? You're you're David Tennant. Um, All right. So our listeners, tell us what is Rolu's class. But from there, we're gonna move on. Vinny, are you ready to tell us about your levels? Uh, or did you want to tell us a skill, John? Or are you done? I'm done. John, are you precog? Okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's what it guess. is. Yes. Am I precog? Yes. I'm a precog. Yeah. Yes. Precog is such a. I've read through it. It's such a cool class. It's yeah, so fun. Yeah. It's a fun. really cool yep. class. Swim. Yeah. But I will say that Rolu, if you haven't noticed, is like not trying to advertise that he's a precog. Mm. He's, he's not trying to like, like really like lean into that. So, so it's interesting if, if your characters know if he's a precog or not. Right. I don't know. If I, that's yeah. I, I would think that he, he hasn't done anything outwardly to try and like make that. You, no. you cast some spells though. Yeah, but yeah. those could just be yeah. just depending on the spell. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, right. like your character might have their like suspicions, but he hasn't been like, yeah. So now that I'm just doing my little precognition thing, you know, like I'm not saying that out loud. Right. Yeah. I think the, it's just kind of funny. Reason, to... I think the only reason I know you're a precog is because I also wanted to roll a precog. That's right. So yeah. you knew one of the skills he used, and you're like, ah. Yeah. I just think yeah. it's kind of funny, like of uh, like the idea that there are only what 12 classes now total is originally six and they've expanded out. I'm not sure what the number is, uh, but like everybody in this world that is somebody is one of these classes. Yeah. And like in the real world, it's not like that at all. Like, you know, you find out somebody's job or whatever. Like, I just think it's funny. And, and there's, and again, like, it's not like there's a rule book. If I start talking about mechanical sciences and stuff and somebody doesn't pull open a rule book and go like, Oh, it's, he's probably a mechanical engineer. Because <laughs> he's you, he used that you know phrase. Right. Well, Anyways. I think it's like a theme thing, right? Like you would be maybe like a mechanic, but your theme would be like scholar, yeah. maybe or like engineer. You know, I don't know. Anyways, uh, Chalk, where did Chalk go with his levels? I have not multiclassed. Uh, Chalk is still an envoy. He's just an envoy two now. Ooh, um, sweet. And I'm going to let his new ability come out when we go to use it. I think the party's going to be pretty excited about it, though. Dope! Dope! And yeah, I fun. I rolled Envoy. I knew he was going to be tiny, and so I expected him to end up filling more of a support role anyway, which, like, Envoys are great facilitators um, yep. for whichever group they end up uh, being in. So, yeah. And he spent some time in the moments after killing the Kafak processing all of the language he's heard so far. So he got a new language in Akatonian. Nice. Wow. Hmm. Smart shot. Terme, do you want to tell us a little bit about your character? Uh, Terme is... Uh, I, shouldn't, I don't need to do his voice. Um, <laughs> what? No, stop <laughs> I like it. It's good. Yeah, Terme, Terme's a witch warper and he leveled in witch warper. Yeah. And uh, yeah. that warper comes witch. with... Uh, 
It unlocks the paradigm shift. Yes. Which uh, I'm excited to try out. Hopefully I get a chance, uh, but I don't want to spoil. I'm so intrigued by that. I, I'll, I'll say that I got to play a Witch Warper in one of our like practice sessions. And between Precog and Witch Warper, I think those are two of my favorite. Like Maybe not playing them, but like concepts. The idea of those things are just so cool. And I like that Starfinder is able to roll them into a game. Thaddeus... What do you got going on? Thaddeus is a soldier, um, and he doubled down on that um, so that he could just be better at fighting and also being proficient in a variety of weapons, being nice. that he's a webs. And also, he gains some combat, uh, one particular combat ability, which can help, like, kind of provide a boon during combat. You know, those people that are like, gather round, tactical retreat. You know, yeah. like, he <laughs> yeah. stay in the fight. And just, like, little phrases like that that, like, kind of buff everyone. Is that a soldier thing? That's, That's I, a soldier thing. Like, well, phrases least, are definitely a a um, envoy's, like, domain. That's how they, like, boosting people's morale. Get them, guys. Is, yeah, get, get them and a lot of other things. Envoy might have them, too. Um, so I'm curious. I didn't know soldiers had, and I play a soldier um, in our main game. And I don't know, I but I went down a different paths. So I didn't know they had those kind of Yeah, feats. they do. It's pretty cool. cool. They do. Yeah. Bolster the troops. I like how all of us, none of us said anything specific because we wanted to come up in game and yeah. surprise Kev. <laughs> That's yeah. fine. I mostly yeah. want to say here Kev loses marbles uh, at everything what? you guys do. Yeah. Uh, what? Yeah. What? Yeah. It's cool because I'm leveling up my characters too. What? That's mm-hmm. not my dead Kafak is now level seven. That's um, not how nobody this works. cares. <laughs> you just see like an animation on its dead body. It yeah. just like glows for like a second. Yeah. Oh, sad. I think we should get into it. So, okay, uh, you guys are all in this open field. Uh, Chuck and Rolu and the, your shadow spider are actually really close to this Kafak that is still radiating radiation, which is a funny. I think the shadow spider is probably. Probably gone now. We gotta give him a name. It's uh, its name is Peter Parker. Peter Parker. Aww, Shadow Spider. Peter. Nice. Peter. Peter, you've become a pirate. <laughs> Thaddeus and Terme though are further away. They're outside of that radiation, and they are um, over near the entrance to this giant sea of sand. Uh, on the opposite side of that sand is a hover truck that is damaged and flat to the ground. Um. One thing that you you might have noticed while this is all coming down, um, the door cracks open and an android peeks their head out. They have blue skin with gold circuits kind of glowing through their skin, uh, and they have long green braids. And they stick their head out and they they ask you, "Is is it safe to come out now?" Is is the android wearing armor? They do have armor. Is there a token? Oh, yeah, that's sorry. I forgot about this. I was going to show you. Let me see if I can find them. I'm so curious. Boom. Now that's an avocado. Whoa. Great artwork. I know. I love love Starfinder artwork. That's so cool. Oh. But they are awesome looking. Yeah. Their eyes are like just the irradiance of the blue really stands out. The the hair, the type of green is really pretty too. Nice braids. Yeah. What's this like? Copper sort of chin strap or something that they have. It's that's a part of their circuitry that is. Oh, that's going awesome! They've got yeah. some dope oh, circuits. So cool. Yeah, and they've got like a like a very cyberpunk red jacket with like the collar kind of popped up on oh, one side and the green yeah. braids. It's a cool, it's a cool. Kind of eighties looking. I like it. Definitely eighties. 
As Fairy 13, you know, nobody responded to them, um, but they, they're going to... Texas, wait, 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 wait. Uh, depends on what you mean by safe. Because we asked her, where's your token so we can see what you look like. That's what we yeah. said. Oh, that's what... Man, see, like, I'm such a... Hold on, I gotta, like, I've never switch. seen a dog eat avocados before. That's what I'm saying. That's what they're, I responded They're with. still in the truck. They're, they're oh, I thought they were getting out of the truck. There we go. There's radiation out here. Unless you have something to protect yourself, yes. you might want to hold off a minute. Yeah, they they reply, oh, I've had my environmental protections on this <laughs> this whole time. <laughs> cool. Then you're good. Come on out. Are you very 13? I am very 13, yes. And they, they look very disheveled, very dirty. Um, and they, they also kind of comment like they're, they are very tired, very hungry. Are you feeling okay? Are they hurt? They are not. They are at full health. Dope. Rolo's going to walk up and say, how did you get in this situation? And that's her, sorry, their face kind of drops. Um, I I came here with him, and they point to Lorgan, who's dead on the ground. As we came in, they we realized we were being followed by some group and we were finally confronted a ways back and Lorgan happened to kill one of them. But we, we got away from them. But as we came into this area, another one followed us and confronted us. But that is when we were attacked by that giant sand creature. I owe my life to both of them. Very. which one of these followed you in? Is it this one? There's two dead bodies on the map. Uh, I'll say that this one is Lorgan. And the, the one to the right is the true warrior. Mm-hmm. And as we mentioned, both of them were pointed at something. So it, you can assume that they were fighting the Kafak together. Like they might have been confronting each other, but the Kafak was a bigger danger. And they both lost their lives to it. Treme is going to go over and touch the true warrior and cast <gasps> cantrip grave words. What? That's dope. Go ahead and read read what can, uh, what Grave Words does. You can force a touched corpse to talk to you, but you can't ask it specific questions or c- communicate with it at all. The corpse utters random sentences for one round with a 10% chance this information is of some use to you. Useful information might include warnings about dangers in a wreckage, wrecked starship, the password to unlock a computer... Or the name of a supernatural creature seeking you or your allies. The GM makes the percent roll in secret and decides what information, useful or not, the corpse spews out in its babble. That's cool. You you kind of reach out, you touch, and this glow you know, passes. It passes through the body. Yeah. You almost hear a gasp, and the lips start to move. It is definitely a corpse speaking, but you hear this dead true warrior say, "Just tell me." what you're looking for and I'll let you go. Ah! What is that? And then the body falls limp. Sounds about right. Yeah. Cool. It's pretty cool. Ah, that was a 10% chance. Yeah, you, you didn't make the... Yeah. I don't know what information I would have been able to give you. <laughs> Who knows? You're the GM. You didn't get it. There's uh, five more coming for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cast it again. <laughs> it's a cantrip. <laughs> Yeah, it's strange. It's it can only be cast uh, once per 24 yeah. hours on the same creature, I think. That is yeah. that is a cool cantrip, though. Yeah, yeah that's a really neat cantrip. 
Go ahead and roll me a perception check. Oh. Anyone in particular? Uh, everybody, kind of, okay. you know, whatever. 17. 18. 15. 22. Man, all right, so you guys all see it. You notice that there is a drunk, a, a drunk, there's a drunk drone, uh, a junk drone. It's partially buried near um, this hover truck. Oh. And, it, and it seems like Fire 13 didn't even notice it. You know, they were such a scramble to get into the truck. And now that they're out of the truck, they didn't really figure that out. And actually, I'll say that Rolu, you're closer to the truck. And you, you kind of see into the truck a little bit as the door opens. And there's just stale cup uh, cigarettes in the cup holder. And there's a fire extinguisher underneath the seat. The gauge on that would you know, show that it's full. The fire extinguisher is full? Yeah. Ooh. Okay. I'm going to take the... Take it. Well, uh, I'm going to help Vary 13 out of the truck. Then I'm going to take the uh, fire extinguisher out. And also, can I do an engineering check just to see if there's anything, or like a perception to see if there's anything about this truck that's unusual or if it's just junk that's here? You can roll, yeah, roll an engineering check on it. Okay. Ooh, I rolled a natural one, so I have no idea. Hmm. Oh. Uh, yeah, it's a truck. Is this truck stable? Or like, is, are we at risk of it just rolling down this? So I, I don't, you can kind of see on the map, um, it, there's a ridge here that's very tall. It's actually, yeah. it's straight up and the truck is uh, kind of against it. Um, yeah, just, just from the look of it though, it is old, disheveled. I think I, I read a description of it before, like the, the words on the side are sun beaten away, completely yeah. bleached out. Um, so yeah, there's not much left to it. But yeah, one thing to note is that it is a hover truck. It's definitely not hovering anymore. Jermaine's going to walk over to the truck. Can I do like an engineering check to see what's like busted? And Sure. Yeah. Go ahead. Roll, roll an engineering check for me. It'd be cool if we could just drive it around. Oh, yeah. <laughs> float around. Okay. Anywhere. Okay. 20. All right. So um, you can, s- like from that, you can see like the gauge reads full. The, th- the Thesterian that's in it, um, you, the tank though is empty. It is a Thesterian t- trucker. Like it's a the hover truck was delivering Thesterian, which makes a or Thesterian, sorry, Thesterian is whatever. Uh, you know, words are hard. This truck was was basically a transporter for the material that was used in pre-drift drive engine, right? Yep, uh, space engines. And it's got no fuel. Well, the gauge reads full, but you know, as an engineer with a high engineering check, you you know that it's it's pegged at full, and there's a hole in the tank where clearly this kafak was feeding. Mm. Got it. Got it. But everything else, else you notice on the truck, it was probably a fully capable truck. Whatever reason, it stopped hovering. And now it's, you know, just it was just abandoned and then became food for this kafak that is now dead. So I'm just wondering if I could like repair it and drive it. No, it's, it's too far. Gone. Two, 200 years old. There's no way you're going to get that thing running again. Even if I restore one D four hit points with my I have mending too. Uh, so to with our powers combined, I think we can do Dang it. Dang it, why didn't we uh, coordinate this better? Yeah. Well, we can maybe <laughs> lemon law, that's fine. Um, can I do an engineering check on the drone? Oh the no, the drone, yes. Is that the full is it, I don't know if it's just a picture. Oh, no, nope, that is that is all the details drone. too. Um, is that a fire drone? Drone? junk drone is a collection of yeah, it's a, it's a basically a turret of some sort. Uh, let's see. Do we have to be a mechanic to use it? Man, I don't know. Ask a lot of questions. Fashioned from half-completed motors, rusting servos, and a bit of garbage, this non-flying device. I'm going to point that out. It's got legs. It cannot fly. 
Okay. Even if it even if it's meant to, it does not have that ability in this region. Oh, when activated, you control it as if it were a first level mechanic, as if you were a first level mechanic. So it must be usable as if you were. So. <gasps> Is this yeah. Bernice's Acutonian cousin? Yes. Oh, oh, it kind of looks like a briefcase. Uh, <laughs> not really. It looks really cool <laughs> yeah, though. Even it a looks bit. like a rasted like rusted scrap parts and like springs kind of put together for what four legs and then a this turret on top that looks like it looks like a pillbox yeah Yeah. it's like it reminds me of those old modules at planetariums before they started using projectors yes yeah that they would shoot the light out of yes yeah Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. so that is that is yours to do what you want with um we're gonna watch you know do dark side of the moon star uh, <laughs> yeah, nightlight, nightlight, night light. stars. Yeah. yeah, go ahead. Roll me a life science check on the kafak. Just make sure it's dead. Anybody? <laughs> really? Yeah, I'll do that. Mm. I don't know. Did we establish that nobody has life science? I actually added it, so I can. Uh Kelly, I have it, nice. but it's not very hot. I didn't. I rolled a seventeen for a twenty. Cool. All right, that is enough. Um, you know that this car- carapace of the Thesteron Kafak um, might be worth selling, similar to other Kafaks. Oh. Um, the, the actual like outer shell is worth some money. The problem is that because this, this Kafak is radioactive, and so it might take a little more work to convince a buyer that it's you know worth more. But that's up to you. Is the meat radioactive? The meat actually, like as soon as this thing dies, the meat starts to decay away. And it's mm. gross, man. It's gross. Yeah, it almost turns to mush. It's <laughs> radioactive kafak dogs might be a unique delicacy. Yeah. Might be too far. So I think Rolo's gonna turn to Very 13 and say, We've been looking for you. Your former contact Riddle expressed concern about your well being and hadn't heard from you. Oh, thank you, Triune, for delivering these warriors. I I was very scared, and I know that Riddle would take care of me. I'm very gracious for her. Can we get out of here? Yes, follow close. Did you find what you were looking for? I I did. That escape pod over there, and they point to the escape pod that's to the south. I I, I can explain that all later, but I, I would like to get out of here first. Did you collect what you need from it? Yes. Yes, I did. Thank you. And they they step closer towards Rolu. He's been the most inviting. Jack is going to step up and, and extend a vine. Hi, I'm Jack the Rexolite. It's a pleasure to meet you. And they grab your, your vine. <laughs> Apologies. We we didn't introduce ourselves. I'm Rolu. Rolu? Termaiden, but you may call me Termay. Termaiden. He leans over and whispers, he's a bit of a square. <laughs> Thaddeus, don't be rude. Thaddeus is just way off the distance. Like, hey. I'm Thaddeus. <laughs> we saved your ass. We'll escort you out. Very, very uh, 13 awkwardly waves from the distance. He likes guns. Don't mind him. He can be thorny. He's just on Overwatch. One of Thaddeus's fangs just glints in the sunlight. <laughs> so can we head out? Let's boogie. Jack looks up and says, do you mind? I expect that we might run into somebody, though. Given there's a true warrior here. Does anyone need to heal before we move on? In case we encounter something else? Or are you all ready to move? I mean we can't make it we can't make a day of it. 
I guess I could do a 10 minute. We we have a pat. What the fuck are they called? Med kit? Stim packs. I don't know. Yeah, med, med, med whatever is like. Med, so med, med we, med I'm just saying. We, you mean just healing serums? Healing serums. Webs is no, just no. saying if, singular. You, if anyone really, really, one. really needs to do it, now is the time to do it. That's I need to do maybe a 10 minute rest. Okay. Let's take it cool. now and then move on. I was going to ask a, a question to Vary. To them. Okay. Very do you, why do you think these true warriors were these hooligans were after you and Lorgan? I I am not certain, but I will tell you all of this when we get back to Junker's Delight, but I I am onto something big and I I think they may have learned that and they might be trying to take my secrets. Good to know. Rest up and we'll move on. We'll make sure that you get back safely. Thank you. Before we leave, can I search the like the cabin of this thing? We already did. Um, the cabin oh, okay. had just stale cigarettes and the um, fire extinguisher. And I took the fire extinguisher. Oh, it's just fuel truck. That's right. For pre-state. pre-state. While you guys are doing that 10-minute rest, uh, after that 10-minute rest is over, very 13, they come over and they tell you all, they are grouped together, and they, they say, like, I just want to thank you for what you're doing, but we need to be careful so look alive out there, and sh- they are going to use the look alive feet, um, which they burn a resolve point, and you guys each gain plus two morale bonus to perception and initiative checks for the next hour. Wow. wow. Plus two to what? Perception and initiative checks. Cool. So can we just start heading back the same way? Yeah, you kind of don't have any other route. You're right. Like I said, there's that... the the. The map looks flat, but it's actually raised up several, you know, uh, I'll say 20 feet high on okay. a ledge. Okay. And it just doesn't seem like there's a way out that way. So it's easier to go back where you, where you came. Um, so let's go ahead and move that way. You kind of come around that edge and you get back to that. We talked about this, the cavernous area that's very sharp. I'm going to need each of you to roll an athletics check. Very will lead the way. They rolled high enough that they don't take any damage from it. Nice. Well done. 25. They were also the one to cause this, so... (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Uh, 15. Dang it. Eight. I had the worst time coming through this last time, and I'm not any better this time. Why can't you squeeze through these little spaces? Dude, he can't. I mean, you really can't. Did a 15 not make it? Hold on, I'm trying to look, man. I thought it was like DC 10. It's 16 athletics check. Are you kidding? Wow, that's a high athletics check to not get cut. All right, well... Rolo gets Actually, cut. no, I, I'll take that back. There was 16 coming through. This time I'll lower to, I don't know what you guys rolled. I wasn't listening. Um, this roller will lower to 12. So if you got less than DC 12, you have to take one D6 of damage. Check passes. I got a 15, but. Yeah, I'll, I'll let a 15 pass. I got less than 12. Rolo, are you serious? Are you having trouble there? <laughs> <laughs> Looks like you're taking some damage, Rolo. How much did you take? Do I roll the D6, Kev? Oh, are you the only one? I'll roll it for you if you want. Okay, yeah. That's only one point of damage. Sweet. Nice. I'm fine. I'm fine, Thaddeus. I appreciate the concern, however rare it may be from you. Always concerned about you. Mm-hmm. Mm. Seems to be a theme, but who am I to say? <laughs> I was clumsy in my ears. So you guys all make it through this crevice. Rolo's the only one to take even the slightest bit of damage. Um, but now that you're on the other side, I am going to ask you to roll initiative. What? What? God just, dang it. Just to make it easy, because you know we're going back through the Kafak Ness. Oh, I'm not man. saying you have to get into combat. There are ways around this, but... You want us to be in an initiative order in general. 
Brent. Yeah, yeah. Just for six for the monkey. Six for the monkey. That's with the plus three or plus two. That's yep. with the plus two. Yeah, I rolled a two on the die. Nice. Woof. Woof, indeed. He was enthralled by very 13's green hair. Oh, my God. Really? I got a 19. 19 for Terme. 16. 16 for Thaddeus. Rolu got a 7. A 7. All right. And I'll let you know Vari got an 11. So let me modify all these. And the literal battle music just came on, by the way. So it's not battle music. You're not in battle yet. Okay. Thaddeus is going to quickly shout, like, everyone... I just move stealthily. You got it. I think I might go scout ahead to see if there's anybody waiting for us. And Jack stealthily imbles over. Is Jack first? Oh, wait. I forgot we were actually in initiative order. Jack's last. I think Will's first. All right. Um, so go ahead, and we're going to start just going down initiative order to get back through. Um, so just for the listener, we are going back around that corner into where the two pyramids of Kafak nests are. They're just chassis stacked up in almost perfect squares um, into a, a, a ziggurat kind of structure. And we, we know from prior experience that this is where the Kafak live and nest, and they are, they're th- like almost throbbing with life because um, the small Kafak are eating and digging. They're um, what? It's as the very the they're throbbing thro- with life. Throbbing, yeah. Okay. The whole yeah, oh. the ziggurat as a whole is like it's kind of thrumming, yeah. yeah, thrumming, thrumming, whatever. I'm bad with words. Pulsating, and it's oh, built right, out of junk, right? Yeah. It's junk, but like it's it's moving just a little bit okay. because these there's thousands of these tiny kafaks, tiny, 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 and I'm not talking tiny in Star Starfinder. I'm talking like minuscule, mm, got it. half an inch thick babies, um, yeah, babies. baby kafaks. It's it's only until they get to a small size they become a threat. Um, so go ahead and take your move actions. You can do whatever you need to to get through them. Okay, Who's first. The first person to go is going to be. Terme. Okay, Terme is going to come up to the edge stealthily. So I suppose I have to roll a stealth check. I'm going to have you roll a stealth for every full move you make. So if you're going to do two moves, I need you to do two stealth checks. I'm doing one move. Oh, you're not going to move twice? Okay, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to say, I'm going to be like, hey guys, do you think we could distract them perhaps? Mm, clever. Clever gal. And then, um, so his first movement is going to do that. And then off the top of the ziggurat, I'm going to like find some one bulk item, perhaps. I think I can move up to one bulk. That doesn't say. With what? Psychokinetic hand. Okay, cool. I like it. One bulk, yeah. And it is, I would like just push it off the top and maybe onto the backside of the uh, ziggurat. Just nudge it over the edge. Yeah, I'll let you do that. Cool. All right. And then maybe that would distract them from uh, swarming onto us. So that is your full turn. Yep. It is now Thaddeus's turn. Can I move twice when I'm when I'm in stealth? You can. Possible. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you move. Yeah, you have to roll a stealth for each move action. Well, it's eleven, and I'm gonna move sixty feet. Your move. You have to roll twice. So, so it's eleven for your first move, and then it's going to be. Got it. Got you. Got you. I think I'll roll again here, probably, and then um, more stealth roll. That's a nineteen. I'm assuming that's good. I'm really taking up the vanguard here. Let's hope I don't get f***ed. Yeah, don't get 
probably about here. Okay, cool. So Thaddeus creeps his way along. Um, we, we haven't seen anything yet, but we are in initiative order, so keep that in mind. Uh, it is now Very 13's turn, uh, and Very 13 is going to move up right behind uh, Terme, and that is going to be their full turn. Okay. So it is now Rolu's turn. Rolu's going to move up also right behind first, right behind Terme, and I will do a stealth check. Stealth roll. Don't fail me now. 13. Okay. Okay. And then uh, gonna keep moving to support Thaddeus. And I would like to move to probably here next to just like around the bend, right? So I came up on one side of the bend and I can just make it to the other because I was last coming out of that crevice. So I'm gonna do another roll. Ooh, 11. All right, um, so Rolu's moved, moved twice. I got your stealths in mind. Uh, Chuck, it is now your turn. Chuck is going to move up to very 13. I'm going to hold option so I can move to this corner. Oh, sorry. Let me just rewind a bit. I, you guys can see that Kafak on the map, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, the one on top. Okay, that Kafak exists. It is there. That's not just an artifact of the old one of the last battle. No, no, that is that is a live, living Kafak. Cool. On the second Ziggurat, kind of on the north side of it. Okay. Has it been alerted to us? That you you don't know yet. Yeah, I don't think we know. He was in the last battle. Uh, check. I'm gonna roll stealth for that first move. It's a veteran. <sighs> yeah, he just didn't attack last time, so hopefully, it doesn't sense this time. That's a one on the die for Ouch. a total of. 11? No, oh, she is. No, 8. 8. For a total of 8. For a total okay. of 8. That's for your first move. That's for my first move. Um, I'm going to use a free action to turn to very 13. Say, you're, you're, you're safe. You're safe with me. I'll keep you safe. <laughs> As he climbs on, her, on their shoulder. I thought about it. <laughs> I didn't want to do it without consent. Um, Always get consent if you're going to climb on... Someone person. Yes. That's really good advice. <laughs> Before you put your vines on them. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to use one of my envoy improvisations. Uh, this did not take long. For um, that is Termaidin right next to me, I think. Yes. I'm going to use my envoy improvisation coordinated reload. Mm, nice. So as a move action, hey, get ready. Um, I can draw my weapon and I basically give him a bonus move action to draw or reload his weapon. Nice. So that he can draw and fire in the same turn. That's reloading. Cool. <laughs> reloading. Nice. So amazing. Okay. Reloading. But he whispers it because they're right next to each other and trying to be stuck. Reloading. Okay. okay. Um, cool. It is now the Kafax turn. The one Wait. you can see. Okay. The one who what? can't what, see us. Just, can you give us some like flavor of what like what triggers the, I don't know just, just curious so this kafak and mind you these six seconds are all happening at the same exact time yeah Chuck stumbles and trips and then <sighs> uses his his like vines to pick him up and set himself right and that catches the kafak's senses and it turns towards towards the group back there it sees you and then the junk falls on the other side oh. from Terme. 
And so it charges towards the group. And I'll move it. Boop, boop, boop. And it's going to come up right here. And then it turns back. Good fox got some hops. And it's actually going to step away and look towards the junk that fell. <laughs> and that's the end of round one. Thaddeus is just gesturing emphatically. Like, get the book yeah. <gasps> move, go, move, go, move. Go, go. Top of the round. Round number two. Terme, it's your turn again. Uh, Terme is going to do the same same program and see if it works. Uh, the junk, more junk's going to come off, I would say, more towards the north this time from where I indicated the last time. So the sort of uh, northernmost corner of the ziggurat, just going to have a piece, you know, like fly off into the uh, canyon wall, see if it can draw the attention. Uh, I'll try to make it bounce with enough force so that it rattles, you know, maybe against the uh, ziggurat and the canyon wall. I'm actually say roll like a will save for that. What do you mean? It's like a strength check, but you're using your mind for it. So I kind of want to see if it could like bounce. Like that's because you're, you're only allowed to like lift something one bulk. So I'm going to say like if you're trying to force it to move, I want you to kind of put an oomph to it. Well, it has to be like uh, you can propel an object 15 feet in any direction. Uh, okay, fine. My will is zero, so 15. Nice. Okay. Yeah, you, you don't like it, doesn't like jump across, but it definitely hops and then slams down. Nice. And and actually, like almost um, it's like a slinky. And then uh, I'm going to stealthily move 30 feet of my movement and get maybe there. Yeah. Okay. So I roll for stealth. Mm-hmm. Yes, please. 12. All right. So you, you kind of squeeze past between the the wall and the ziggurat, and then you got to pass Rolu, and you kind of grab him by the shoulders and slide past him. Uh, and it's Thaddeus' turn. Thaddeus is going to roll stealth again and move on to the swampy sort of area. We're back on top of those platforms now where we're crossing. It's a 13. And then uh, I'm going to move over here and then he's also going to equip his um re-equip his squad aegis series and take off his environmental protection series. He's got equipped his what? Cuz I don't think those things. He's going to re-equip his squad aegis series armor and take off his environmental protection suit. I don't think they can be worn at the same time as far as I know. So yeah. I'm not sure about that. But... Yeah. Okay. That's it. And then he gestures emphatically again. Let's go guys. Let's go. <laughs> Silently just like waving his hands. I'm trying to distract him. <laughs> yeah. uh, cool. That is that's awesome. Uh, it is now Vari Thirteen's turn. They are going to move towards Rolu and kind of get in between Rolu and Terme. Okay, back around that corner. Let me roll stuff. It's passing ish. What is passing? Uh, yeah, none of your business. Uh, and then they are gonna move one more time. Um, and try to catch up with Thaddeus. And let me roll another stealth. Okay. Do, 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 do. That is the end of Vari's turn. Uh, Rolu, it is your turn. I think as Rolu came around the corner and started to turn south, it was probably right when Terme sent another you know, piece of junk flying, and Rolu maybe didn't realize that because he just saw the Kafak, so he thinks there was something else. So he gets a little tense and then he feels Terme's hands trying to move by him he's like oh. he 
gets like a little spooked as Tremaine goes past and then calms down and sees Thaddeus waving. So Rolo's going to keep moving. He's going to move once and try and stealthily move. That is a 14. Okay. Uh, that's going to be, where is that? Probably right behind Vari. Right behind them. And then. Okay, so Vari, Vari and Rolu are now like right at the start of the metal walkways. Yeah. Over the toxic river. And I think Rolu's going to stay there. He's going to want to okay. keep things spaced out. He's going to turn back, make sure that Terme and Chak uh, can get out of there without drawing more attention. Isn't Chak on Vari 13? I don't think so. No, he's he said he was not. Okay. Yeah. Chak's just All right. So. Speaking of Chuck, it is now your turn. Chuck is deeply uncomfortably being left behind by the rest of the party. <laughs> Good job, dude. <laughs> it's all happening at the same time. Right. Shock catch up, man. Right. Chuck. Chuck. Let's take some measurement. I've got 30 feet of movement. So if I double move, I can basically get to. Oh, yeah, for sure. The same square as uh, I can get to like this square. Right past. Yeah. Cool. I'm going to double move Chuck like Scooby-Doo tiptoes. <laughs> I like that he's like, he's tiptoeing, but he's kind of raised up a little bit because it's his vines that are actually moving him. So yep. he's like yeah. in the air. Uh, that is a Amazing. 24. Okay. And no whammies, no whammies, no whammies. <laughs> That's a nine. It's a two on the die. It's a nine. So go ahead and move your character. Um, yeah, hang on. Let me take that measurement one more again. So to get to here was 24. Uh-huh. To get from here to here was a nine. Are you, you're on, sorry, I'm just looking at the map. You're, are you on the metal walkway or are you on the stone? I'm on stone. Okay. Hmm. Um, I would have crossed the metal walkway, but I'm on stone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, you know, creek across the metal. You kind of s- settle on the stone, and it is now the visible Kafak's turn. And that Kafak, it watched Vari. Like it saw, it saw the stuff falling on the other side, and it was concerned. But it, it, it caught its eye was focused on Vari as they passed, and then Chalk passed. Or sorry, Rolu. It was actually Rolu that had the, the lower, right? No. R- Rolu had a 14 stealth. I don't know. Somebody had a pretty low roll. Eight, it was Chalk. I don't remember. Yeah, Chalk, I don't okay, know. it was Chalk then. So it caught between these two. It has to decide, and it actually starts to turn back towards the group. And it's going to climb down. It's actually going to climb back up and dig into uh, this metal. So I'm going to hide it. It dives into that metal. It is now the start of round number three. And as that round starts... Did anyone notice that? Like, it burrowing in? I think Terme would have... Yeah, Terme definitely saw it. He's standing there like... Okay. <laughs> Terme's like there. against he... the wall trying to like not move. Kind of like right. T-Rex. Yeah. Uh, I picture it like the like um, is it Gronk from um, Emperor's New Groove where he's up against the wall? And he, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's working though. Terme is doing a great job of, of like draxing it and like staying still. Uh, and he sees this thing dive into the metal. And as that thing dives in the metal, we start round number three. And I'm 
going to show you something else. What? I'm so scared right now. A swamp monster appears. I'm so, yeah. Kafak number two yeah, naturally. is investigating all of the rubble that had fallen from Terme. Terme threw all that stuff kind of to the north, and Kafak number two was actually scurrying towards that stuff. What's this Kafak's name? This is Kafak number two. Oh, okay. You can call it two some for short. Yeah. Um, they don't have minds, so no names. Yeah. Uh, so it, it gets to that metal, it realizes it's just metal, and then it's going to turn back, and it it's going to start moving towards the other one. Mm. And it's going to get to here. Mm. And that's when it sees Terme. It locks eyes. <gasps> and that's our How did- oh! What? Oh. How did it see me? We sprung the trap. That's how. <sighs> well, I say we. <laughs> I sprung the trap. <laughs> yeah, you did roll less than a 10. <laughs> Was that what was necessary, Kev, to roll us in a tent? Man, it's bull. I don't know. I'm making this stuff as we go. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening, you scallywags. Until next week, drift begones on distant stars.